0: Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Thursday. It is June 16th. And uh, yeah, the Fed came out with their announcement yesterday. We'll talk about that more when Dave joins us here in just a few moments. Also, yesterday seemed like a nice bounce, uh, given that interest rates went up that three quarters of a percent. Uh, We'll discuss that, too, uh, when Dave joins us and how it's affecting today's market, because definitely not a follow through. Hey, with that, remember, there's only one thing that uh, we can control because obviously we can't control what happens in the marketplace. And so uh, the one thing we can control, though, that you can control, we all can control, is how much risk we have in our current portfolio. The issue becomes, do you know how much risk you have? And do you know how much risk you should have in your portfolio? Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design phone consultation, where we'll make sure you're on the right path to the retirement you always dreamed of. And with that, we got Dave coming up next.
1: Cracker, a little help from the original. Go be great on that as well. It's 18 here before nine. Time to check in on your money and... I always tell friends the only chance I get all week to use what education I got in the world. So let's see what Wall Street's doing to your money this morning. Good afternoon. Yesterday morning ain't quite as bright. Let's check in with Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services and get his take on it. Philip, good morning. How are you?
0: Hey, good morning, Dave. Doing well today. It is uh, man. I was excited about yesterday. Uh, you know, we we interest rates went up, the market went up. It it was just a A great day.
1: Yeah, I was actually kind of optimistic, because it wasn't what I expected. Uh, Powell announced the, 7, the 0.75% interest rate increase, which, okay, fine, we were expecting 75 basis points. But I expected the market to, you know, flat or down after that. And all of a sudden, after that, it skyrocketed. Uh, Dow went up 304 points. The S&P was up by 55. NASDAQ was up 2.5% at 271. I mean, in the context of all we've lost over the last six days it's still a drop in the bucket but it was completely the opposite reaction I expected then we got to overnight and evidently everybody started reading the tea leaves a little more detailed
0: I'm guessing that's what happened Dave because uh, we are falling off the rails again this morning and uh, giving back every bit of what we got yesterday and then some so
1: Oh, yeah, it was terrible. Fleshing out for folks, basically, yes, it was a three-quarters of a percent rate increase on the reference rate from the Fed. And that was what people expected, which is why we got the uh, certainty rally, for lack of a better term, yesterday. But uh, the other things in the Fed statement, and this might be what's really ruining everybody's humor, uh, the Fed statement, number one, there was no reference to expectations that the labor market would remain strong. The bank says it's, quote, strongly committed to bring its inflation back down to a 2 percent goal. And uh, I kind of looked at this and I saw, oh, we're expecting something really crappy to happen because the Fed's forecasts are saying they plan to cut interest rates again in 2024, which says we're planning on some reason where we're going to have to stimulate things because things are going to get really crummy in a couple of years. Is that kind of your take on it?
0: Yeah, I didn't get a chance, chance to really um, scrape through the report yesterday. But, um, you know, what stuck out to me was that um, they could – the comment that Powell made is that, that we could raise interest rates again in July, another three-quarters of a percent. Um, that, the, beatings,
1: the beatings will continue until morale improves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, put on a happy face, right? Because oh, Lord. Is, uh and Nothing to be happy about with what we see. Now, I guess eventually when inflation's under control, we will all be uh, happy and excited about that. But um, the pain to get there is uh, is like you said, the beatings will continue. So um, that's what it feels like some days.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and the thing is, you know, like you said, we'll be happy when it's over. But the bottom line is it's just an economic truism. When inflation gets out of control, the only cure for it is a recession. And what we're hoping for is a soft landing one where we don't really have too much pain in the process. That'll get inflation under control, and a soft landing, mild recession will be all right. you got at least one analyst that thinks that's what we're looking at here.
0: Well, I did. I saw one headline that said a shallow recession is on the way. Uh, a strategist warned so um i'm glad somebody's seeing a shallow recession because that's that that may be considered good news
1: well yeah i mean okay fine let you know if, if you define a shallow recession as being unemployment eking its way up to 4.1 4.2 percent uh and infla, you know at, at that that I mean, it's not pleasant for people that actually are the fallout from it. But nevertheless, you know, we've got over we've got an abnormally low employment rate right now. If our shallow recession goes up to what used to be called a normal unemployment rate and uh, the economy ends up dipping down to that and then starts booming again, we'll be perfectly happy. So, yeah, a shallow recession is what we're hoping for, because we need at least a little one in order to tame the inflation. Now, the question is, let's hope it's as painless as humanly possible.
0: Oh, that's right. That's definitely what we want to see because, um, well, we, no, nobody likes pain. Right. And then, and, and there's sometimes what's that, that, uh, adage, you know, it, you know, it takes pain to make gains. So, uh, no, yep. no gain without pain. So that's what we're going through right now. And, uh, you know, when it settles down, just like, you know, back in the last bear market in 2008, we saw, you know, it, it was painful, but, uh, man did uh we have a a, what a, a 10 12 year run from there that was was pretty incredible
1: yep i've i've been i've been referring to it as castor oil it's something you don't like to take but you know it's going to help in the end uh now we get into the economic reports for the morning, and the uh, big leading story in the economic reports were the uh, construction industry, and we sure don't need to hear this junk after yesterday's debacle with the interest rate reaction. Housing starts, they expected housing starts to slow down a little bit in May. They expected them to be down at 2 2.5%. Two housing starts in May down 14 184 percent nationally, as many other industries as construction affects. That is about the worst news I can imagine following an interest rate hike.
0: Oh, definitely. You know, I mean, housing, real estate, those are important industries right now uh, because uh, that affects a lot of folks. And so we continue to to watch that. I mean, this is, uh, you know, a big deal. Because it, it shows that there is a the interest rate rising in the mortgage market is is having an effect on on housing, and so we know that that's uh, that's part of the process is right is to drive up interest rates, slow down the economy, and and this is just an indication that the housing market is going to start slowing down and is is slowing down.
1: They may need to lower interest rates before twenty twenty four at this rate.
0: i would not hold my breath on that right now.
1: Uh, No, I'm not going to hold my breath. I thought you were there. I thought you were, though, for a second there. Uh, You got the building permit numbers. The housing starts are what's actually happening. Building permits are what people are planning on doing, and uh, that number wasn't as bad as starts, but it still wasn't exactly a bowl of cherries, was it?
0: No, it wasn't. If you compare it to the last month, it was a little bit better than last month. However, the expectation was 1.78 million, um, uh, which is almost 100,000 more than what the previous month was, but it didn't come in there. It missed that. It came in at 1.7 million. And so still uh, a a, a smidge of an increase from where it was last month. And again, that's an indication of people's process to to get to the housing starts. You got to get the permits pull first before you can start the construction Um, but a lot of times there's a breakdown in between Dave and that may be what we're seeing here is that the permits get pulled and then they rerun the cost analysis and and things projects get put on hold because now prices have gone up and so sometimes there's a hole put on it between the permit being issued and and the and the actual construction project starting
1: absolutely and that's why we end up with that big decline in the actual starts number down the line the other economic report that came out this morning of import was the first time unemployment claims and that still remains abnormally low i mean it was more than the Fed, it was more than the economists expected they expected like 217000 we got 229,000 first-time unemployment claims. We're still at an abnormally low number for a normal week, so I'm still tempted to blow that off for the moment. There really is an indication from that number alone. Although the last, uh, I think, three or four weeks in a row, we've been slightly more than expected every time. So there's a bit of a trend beginning to show. Well,
0: yeah, and they revised the the last uh, the last week's up just a tad, not not much. Um, And the other number that we got, we didn't talk about this before we went on the air, is the Philly Fed uh, manufacturing Index came out. And to me, it was a disappointment. It was expected to come out at 4.8% or 4.8, whatever that number is. And it actually ended up a negative 3.3. So, um, yeah, it went definitely the wrong direction.
1: Yeah, and that you know, absolutely the wrong direction. Again, we always remind people that those Federal Reserve indexes that they put out for business activity, it's the absolute number that moves because the formula is different for each individual Federal Reserve branch. So it's uh, just which direction it's going, wrong direction, equal bad news. Uh, just to make things even more interesting, if folks were thinking, oh, what, what the heck, I'll put my money over in Europe – the bank of England this morning just raised their reference interest rates for the fifth time since the first of the years. So you can't, you can run, but you can't hide. Right.
0: That's right. And talking about interest rates, we still have an inversion uh, between the five year and the, uh, between the five and the 10 and right now between the, uh, the five and the 30. Um, I noticed that. Yeah. The five and the 30 just kind of, it keeps going in between, but um, it's back being inverted. Now The the, Five and the ten, um, it's been inverted all morning, and so uh, we continue to watch those numbers, which which is a indication uh, for a lot of folks that that we're headed towards that that uh, recession.
1: Yeah, while we were enduring the inversions between the five and the ten, I was always reading commentaries saying, "Don't worry about it until the five and the thirty get reversed." hello yeah, we're there. <laughs> they're we're there they're happening now uh not many reports were at the end of earnings season obviously a few stragglers and there's a company that reported that you know something about but i don't that's pretty much it for quarterly reports huh
0: yeah, yeah and i found one more but Jabil, uh they they came out they're an electronics manufacturing service solution uh, i know they got a big office over in tampa um used to have a a friend that worked over there and so they uh they reported their earnings. They they, um, they they beat on top and bottom line. They uh, you know for this last quarter they beat by ten cents a share. They can sit. T- mm-hmm. t- they continue to see solid demand uh, from Ooh. their customers, which is always good. Um, I think mm-hmm. they're getting caught up in just the downward movement of the market today. They're down almost one percent this morning.
1: That ain't good. You no. said you found one more? We yep, didn't I expect? did find
0: one more. It's called Commercial Metals. Um, mm-hmm. So they're a metal products manufacturer. Uh, they, uh, they beat by about $0.59 cents a share. Came in at $2.61 I mean 200, $2. a share. Um, and, and then the um, but revenue top forecast as well. They, um, they anticipated upbeat financial performance for the, the current quarter as well. Um, I guess they still see some strong construction uh, that uses their metals uh, for for construction. So uh, they're trading up 1.7% this morning.
1: Cool. Good to have some good news to be had. Resetting the table, it was an up day yesterday at the end after the Fed announcement. Then we started reading the meat of it, and I get the feeling we don't really like it all that much. 45 minutes before the open, what's happening?
0: It's a lot of red ink, Dave. Um, We've got the Dow Jones 30 down $506 right now, so that's down 1.65%. The S&P 500 is down almost 2%, and the NASDAQ 100 is down almost 2.25%. So nothing pretty this morning on that side of the coin. Looking over on the commodity side, we've got silver. And gold, both rebounding. Uh, silver's up uh, eight tenths of a percent. Gold's up seven tenths of a percent. And then crude oil, it is recovering some this morning, Dave. It was down I, when I first looked at it, it was down to one little over one twelve a barrel. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's down only six tenths. It's at one fourteen sixty two. But hey, I'll take that any day compared to the one twenty something we've been having.
1: Oh, no, yeah, those are futures prices, which kind of indicates an expectation of a slowing economy. So the reason why they went down, I'm not necessarily in love with. Overseas markets, we were mostly off on the Asian rim, uniformly off, and sometimes substantially over in Europe right now, where uh, Asian rim was uh, partially off. European markets are off by as much as uh, 2.5% midway through their day. Stabilizing and avoiding the risk that's going to happen over the next few weeks and few months and maybe years, that's something that's important if you're looking at retirement at time in the next 10 years. Philip, how do I find you to insulate myself from this mess?
0: Devin, give us a call at 863 382 Check out our website at statlerfinancial.com. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM.
1: And one more time to tie the ribbons on the week tomorrow morning, same time on Light. Philip, thank you so much. You have a good day. All right, you too. Thank you, sir. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler.
0: Folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Hope uh, things are going well in your world. Hope you'll join us again tomorrow morning, same time, same place. Until then, have a great day.